So then the question arises, what is it that we should accept? Which position and which position should we discard it? Kintavat praptam sodhavinata purupakshi, what is your 
conclusion. Prana Bhuma Yadi Purapakshi says that Prana is Bhuma Kasma. Why? We already explained to you why Paramatma should be Bhuma. Because Bhuma is taught, instruction or Bhuma follows that of Prana. And therefore, like the previous sequence, whatever is taught later is superior to what is taught before. So Bhuma is superior to Prana. So prana cannot be bhuma. Says no bhuya prashna pratyavajana parampara adarshanad. There is precisely a point, Purapakshi says. Then with reference to prana and bhuma, we do not find an intervention of prashna and pratyavajana. Bhuya prashna. So we do not find asti bhagavo pranad bhuya hiti. Asti Bhagavaha Pranad Bhuyahiri. We don't find that question. Rovindarva sir, is there something greater than Prana? As used to be the case earlier. So, when I said that, so Nama Brahmeti Upasita, we meditate upon Nama as Brahma. Question was, Asti Bhagavaha Namno. Bhūyāyate. <coughs> sir, is there something superior to nāma? Vāgvāv nāmna bhūyāse. He says, yes, the organ of speech is greater than nāma. Asti bhagavaha vāsya bhūyāyate. O Rivier, sir, is there something greater than ārāk or organ of speech? Manovāva vāsya bhūyāyate. Indeed, the mind is greater than the organ of speech. You then, Nama Devyahi, Apranat, Bhuyah Prashna Pradivachana, Pravaha Pravuttaha. So, this is the trend that we find in this particular Upanishad. That the teacher is leading the disciple from the grosses to the subtle, to the subtler to the subtlest. And this is done in different ways, in different Upanishads. In Taitiri Upanishad is done by the Panchakosha. Tasmadva erasmat annamayat anyantaratma pranamaya. In that manner, the teacher is leading the disciple from the subtle, grows to the subtle, to the subtlest. Brahma Pucham Pradishtha, leading ultimately to Brahma. So here the method is that each following one is superior to the preceding one because it is preceded by question. Bhuyah Prashna, is there something greater than what preceded? Up to Prana, we find this trend continuing. Mevam pranantara pranatparam bhuyah prasna pradivacharam drushyade asti bhagavah pranat bhuyayati adhova pravav pranat bhuyayati But after the instruction about prana, we do not find this question on the part of sage Narada. Asti bhagavah pranat bhuyayati O Venerable Sir, is there something greater than prana? And they reply, Adovav prana, that such and such thing is greater than prana, we do not find that. Prana mevatu nama adibhya, ashantebhya, huyamsam, saprapancham uktva. In all these details, step by step, prana meva nama adibhya, huyamsam uktva. The beginning from Nama, ending all the way to Asha, Prana is greater than all of them, Saprapancham. Step by step this was stated. Prana Deshinascha Ativaditvam. Then, alright, how do you conclude that Prana is the greatest entity? 
This is the teacher here. Intends to convey that prana is the greatest. On what basis do you say that? Prana darshinasya ativaditvam. That prana darshi, the one who is really realized prana, is called ativadi. Ativadyasiri, ativadyasmidi bruyat na pachnuvita. So, Tivadi Bhavati. Upanishad says that one who has realized prana becomes Ativadi, meaning that he transcends everything in his speech because as a result of realization of prana, he sees everything as prana alone. He doesn't see anything other than prana. Although there is nama, there is vah, there is manaha, sankalpaha. Chittam, all these entities are there. He doesn't see them. He doesn't talk about them. Everything he sees, Nama also is Prana. Vag also is Prana. And so, just as for a Brahma Dashi, everything is Brahman. Brahma Arpanam, Brahma Havihi, Brahma Agnav, Brahma Just as a knower of Brahman, sees Brahman other than Arpanam and Havehi and Agnihi, etc. So also Prana Darshi, the one who is realized the Prana, sees everything as Prana. Like a goldsmith, only sees gold where others see bangle, etc. and therefore he says this is gold, transcending the bangle and transcending the area. So also one who realizes Prana as the very self, speaks in a manner that transcends everything from Nama up to Asha. And so, again, the Upanishad can concurs. So, hey, you are Ativadi. We are giving you the certificate that you are Ativadi. And then if somebody says Ativadi, do not feel shy. Do not feel hesitant, don't lose your confidence, you are right. And therefore, yes, garbhasekaha, with, not gar, not with pride, with self-assurance, confidence, you can say, yes, I am ativadi. And then same ativaditvam, Guru Pakshi says, is continued. Eshatva ativadati, yes, satyena ativadati. So one reason is that the Bhuyas Prashna Prativedana Parampara is missing after Prana. Second is there is a continuation of Ativaditvam. Eshatva Ativadati Satyena Ativadati. So by Prana Darshi also is Ativadi. The knower of Satya also is Ativadi. Therefore, Prana is Satyam. And Satyam is then revealed to be Bhuma. So Prana is Bhuma. Idi Pranavatam Adivaditam Anukrasya. So Puru Pakshi says Adivaditam. Mention gave the Pranadarshi. The same is the same Adivaditam that is mentioned in the case of the known of Satyam. Abhaityadjeva Prana. There is no indication here that prana is discarded. We do not find prakrana vichyadam. We do not find there any indication that the teacher has started a new topic, meaning that the same topic or prakrana or prana alone continues. So, aparityajyeva pranam satyani paramparaya and by the parampara of satya. <coughs> so satya says shravana, manana, shraddha, nishtha, kritivi, vijnanaya, nishchayaya. This parampara. Sukham, bhuma, bhumanam avataran. Revealing that what is satya is alone bhuma. And what is prana is satyam? Because prana ativadi is satya ativadi. So prana is satyam and satya alone is bhuma. So prana is bhuma. 
Suppose in this manner, even if you arrive at the conclusion that prana is bhuma, but remember that subsequently the lakshanam or the inherent characteristic of bhuma also is given. Kathampuna prane bhumni vyakshayamane. When you say prana is bhuma, that's your vyakshya then. Yatra nanyat prasyadi, nanyat shunodi, nanyat vijanati, sa bhuma, there's a bhuma lakshanam. So how do you fit that into prana? The lakshanam, where one does not see, when one does not hear anything, when one does not know anything else. So we interpret that, that statement means that bhuma is advidya. But you can simply say that that is where one does not see anything. So one does not hear anything, one does not know anything. So anyway, even that lakshana also is fitted into prana. How? So our question is, how do you fit the lakshana advitiyatvam in prana? Na nyat pasyati, na nyat shunati, na nyat vijanati, where anyat, the other one is absent. All there is is one, non-dual. So how do you place this particular lakshan or characteristic. How do you apply this in case of prana? We are on page 212, Bhashya, the third line from the bottom, second line. Avastha Vishesham Asritya Aha. Very, you know, this is very uh, ingenuity is there, you know, as to how do you interpret things. Avastha Vishesham Asritya He says that where one does, does not see anything, does not hear anything, does not know anything, he is okay with prana also except it is in a different avastha. What avastha? In the state of deep sleep, this applies to prana. And so says, Uchyade. Puru Pakshi says, okay, this is how we explain to you. Sushupti avasthayam pranagrasteshu karaneshu darsanadi vyavhara Nivrutti darsanat sambhavade pranasyabe yatrananyat pasyade ityedal lakshanam Sushutyavasthayam, this is very, you know, quite an ingenious thing, you know. Sushutyavasthayam. I don't understand how Vāsakāra imagine all these Pūrva-pakṣās and Siddhānta. Only Sūtra-kāra says one Sūtra and all to elaboration. I don't know, how does it happen? What kind of tuning of Vāsakāra may have is Sūtra-kāra? I just beyond imagination. First of all, Samprasāda means prāna. That itself is a big deal here, you know. Bhūma Samprasada Adyupadesha. That Bhuma is said to be superior to Samprasada. But what is Samprasada? 
But Lakshanamrita, that means prana. So it applies to this seventh chapter, you know, to connect a sutra with where in the holes, you know, all these Upanishads. This sutra, where does it go? First thing. And then what necessary is this sutra? So make that out. Get your you work out. What's a Purupaksha? What possible arguments can there be? Basically, all of this is Mimamsa. All of this is analysis of the statements of the Upanishad. That's what this is. But it's just mind-boggling. How Sutrakara's mind works and how Bhashyakara's mind works. They are looked upon as one team, by the way. Sutra and Bhashya, Karas are one team. Between two of them they established the Siddhanta Vedanta in the Brahma Sutra. Sushutya Vasthayam Pranagrasteshu Karakasteshu Karaneshu is well known that in the state of deep sleep, Prana alone is awake, is alone functioning in all organs of action, organs of perception and mind, all the external karanas, meaning all the external organs of perception and action, and the inner organ, namely the mind and tahkaran, all of these are merged into ignorance. Or you can say that they are all merged into prana, because ignorance, prana you can see functioning. All of these are gone, so all of them have merged into prana. Sushiptevastha, prana-grasteshu, karaneshu, when all the outer, external and internal organs of knowledge and action, all of them have been swallowed by prana. Darshanadi vyavhara nivritti darshanat nacharani. You find that in a deep sleep state, there is no vyavhara. Vyavhara or interaction, nature of seeing, hearing, knowing, none of that is there in the state of deep sleep. Sambhavati pranasyapi, therefore for prana also this description can be applied. Yatra nanyat pasyati iti etal lakshanam sambhavati pranasyapi. So prana also, this lakshanadi, this inherent characteristic is possible. It fits in there. Say the Ratna Prabha. Pranagrasteshu, pranayeshu, pranayaleneshu, nashunoti sushupta purusha, iti sheshaha. So, Pranagrasteshu karaneshu nashunodhi sushupta purushaha that means you read. When all the karanas and organs are all swallowed by prana, then the organs of hearing, seeing, knowing are not there. So one does not see anything. Anything. Not, and yet is, you know, one doesn't see anything, that's all. Does not hear anything. Does not know anything. Loka Prasidya Sambhavitam Shrutyas Pashtayati. This Sambhavana is shown, you know. The possibility of how this particular Lakshana, Yatranaanya Pashtayati, how that can apply to Prana, Sambhavana. The possibility is shown here. So Loka Prasidya Sambhavitam. First loka prasiddha, look, the state of deep sleep, nobody sees anything, hears anything, knows anything. Shruti aspashtayati, Shruti also says the same thing. Tathacha, so, Bhashikara says, Tathacha Shruti, Nashunati, Napashyade, Ityadina, 
ஆகனிய வேதி ஆகுதி தான் கிவன் வேதி தேவதாதான் ிஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரேஸ்ரே
So how do you sustain that in case of prana? Then Bhāshakara says, Yachetata bhūmnaha sukhattvam śrutam See, Ratna Parva didn't get, need to introduce this way because Ratna Parva said earlier, Bhūmnaha lakshana vachanam sukhattvam amutattvam ce prāne prashnapsat All the three he introduced already. Lakshana vachanam is what? Yatranam pashyari. Sukhattvam yuvai bhūma tat sukham. Amutattvam yuvai bhūma tadamvatam. So then we need not talk about that here. Whereas Ratna Anandagiri said, Pranapakshe Lakshana Virodham Shankari goes step by step. The Ratna Prabhakara introduces a whole passage, whereas the Nyayanana goes step by step. The immediate statement is Pranapakshe Lakshana Virodham. How do you apply this Lakshana to Prana? And second, how do you apply the other Lakshana to Bhumatat Sukham? So Mahasakara says, Yacha Eidada Bhumnaha Sukhatvam Shradam Yovai Bhuma Tat Sukham Ide Tadape Aviradham Atreshadevaha Satnana Pashade Atha Yadi Tasmin Sharire Sukham Bhavade Iti Sushupti Vasthayam Eva Sukhasranad Yachetat Bhumnaha Sukhatvam Sutam That is Chandogya Upanishad says how Bhuma is Sukham Where is Yogi Bhuma Tat Sukham in that statement, that is Bhuma is Sukham or happiness, which says that Bhuma is happiness. Tadapi Aviruddham, that also is not incongruous. That also can be reconciled. That also is not irreconcilable. This is reconcilable. That also can be reconciled. How? Atresha deva svapnana pasyade. Atresha in the state of deep sleep. Esha deva. This jivatma deva jiva. This jivatma svapnana pasyade. So this is the description of deep sleep state where this jiva does not see the tree. That's the description of deep sleep. When he does not see the dream, then there is Sukham Bhavadi. Sushupti Kare Sakare Virene Tamu Vibhuta Sukharupameti. The Atma attains Sukharupatvam Sukharupam Eti. So everything, when everything is merged into tamas or ignorance, Sushupti-kāle sakalai-virine. Sakalai, all the vyavahara has completely ceased to be there. The vyavahara was on the action, not on the, you know, perception, the mind, all vyavahara is really And all of it is ceased. Tamo-vibhūta, when he is overpowered by tamas or ignorance, sukha-rūpa-medhi, then the ātmā attains this sukha attains his nature of happiness. So that is what Kaivalya Upanishad says. Here also, Yadetasmin Sharire Sukham Bhavadi. In his body, happiness happens to this jiva. So says Nyanirne, Yasyam Avasthayam Ishaya Deva. Atra means what? Yasyam Avasthayam. That state in which Ishaya Deva means what? Buddhyadi upadiko jiva. <coughs> Understand that the three states cannot be for atma. They can be only for ahankara or for jiva. Atma doesn't have any states. 
keeps awake in all the states, like the theater lamp. But who is sleeping and waking up? Ahankara, Jivatma sleeps, Ahankara wakes up. Actually, it is the mind that sleeps, mind that dreams, mind that wakes up. But buddhyadipadikaha. So one who is identified with that mind, when you identify the dreaming mind, you say, I am a dreamer. When you identify the sleeping mind, you say, I am a sleeper. When you identify the waking mind, you say, I am a waker. Although these three states belong to the mind, on account of identification of the mind, Atma thinks that I am awake, I was dreaming, I was sleeping. Buddhyadi Upadiko Jiva Swapnan Uchavachan Uparavate. Uchavachan means high and low, good and bad, different kinds of dreams, this Jiva. So he lavate, he experiences. No upalavate, sorry. Satnan, chavate, no upalavate. When the jiva does not see any dream, good or bad. Tada, yet sukham, yet asmin sharere bhavati. So, yet et asmin sharere sukham bhavati. Tada, yet sukham. Tad asmin, it should be tad actually, tad asmin sharere bhavati. Then the happiness which is there happens in this body, means to this jivatma. No upayanda sadhyam is shutyatha. That sukham cannot be attained by any other means than what one attains in the deep sleep state. But that is the state of deep sleep. How do you apply it to prana? It says, sushuptesha prana pradanya tasyavata sukham since the Sushupti, prana alone is functioning. So we can say that this sukham belongs to prana. So yo vi prana tat sukham, you know. Or as same thing, atha, tada, atha means tada. So, Atha etas min sharire sukham atyam tada sapna adarsana kale sukhasravanat pranasya sukhatvam avirdhamiti anvaya. Same thing. Sapna adarsana kale. When one does not see the dream, that's called a deep sleep state. Because waking also can be called a kind of sapna. Sapna also is sapna. Sapna kanjana kaam kaamayate. Na svatna kanjana svatnam pasyade tat sushupta. So svatna, there Bhāsyakarana sahir, even the deep sleep also is svatna. I mean the waking also is svatna, dream also is svatna. Both are absent. Sukhasravanāt. So whether what is happening in deep sleep state for that we have our pramāṇam is only śruti really. Although they say that you wake up in the morning and say, I slept well, I did not know anything. There also is an evidence of the experience of happiness and ignorance in the state of deep sleep. <coughs> but that is also confirmed by the Shruti. That Sukhasravanath, in the deep sleep state, Shravanath Shrutya Pradipadanath. Shruti says that there is a happiness in the state where one does not see the dream, the deep sleep state. Therefore, prana says sukhattam, aviruddham never. Prana and sukha coexist, you know. Deep sleep state, prana alone is awake. Deep sleep state, happiness also is there. They coexist. Therefore, this sukham belongs to prana, you can say that. The other one. So yoga how do you then also apply yoga damurdam? So it's 
says Jnana, Bhumnaha Amudatva Shrutya Pranarthantaratvam. All right. You can somehow fit in Sukham also with Pran. How about Amudam? How about, you know, so um, immortality? Because Pranasya Alpatvena. Nobody says Prana is immortal. So Pranasya Alpatvena Martyatvat. Yadalpam Tanmartyam. Yadvidam Tanmartyam. Tadalpam Dukhatmakam Heyam. So anything that is limited necessarily is mortal. Because whatever is created is limited. And whatever is created will perish. Therefore, whatever is limited is perishable, is martyam. And prana also is limited. So prana also becomes martyam, becomes mortal. How do you say yovai bhuma tadamurdam? Yovai prana tadamurdam? How do you, how do you explain that? Pranasya alpatvena martyatvat. Because prana is limited, therefore it is mortal, it is not immortal. So that characteristic, yovai bhuma tadamurdam, suddenly cannot apply to prana. This is what we say. So Purupakshi says, Bhashyakara says, Yacca yovai bhuma tadamurdam pide tadapi pranasya aviruddham prava amutam idishrutehe yacca yovai bhuma tadamurdam that's what this one says that which bhuma is immortal tadapi pranasya aviruddham they also can be reconciled with prana. How? Prana vai amrutam idishrutehe. Kaushitake Upanishad says, Prana vai amrutam. The prana is immortal. Understand that prana is equal to prajna is equal to atma. So when Kaushitake says prana vai amrutam, it means only atma is immortal. But what is prana? So you can take that word and says, there is a reference that prana is immortal. How that we don't, you know, how can prana which is a limited entity, how can it be immortal? That isn't what to explain. He says, look, Upanishad says prana is immortal, that's all. Then says Jnana, Prana Bhumni, Prakana Virodham Shankate, all right. See, we are trying to catch him one way or the other. And he, he sneaks out in some, with some argument in the other. So now we say, wait a minute, Prakana Virodham. See, the Mahaprakana. And then there is the, the Alpa Prakana. So, this immediate prakranam is prana, all right, but maha-prakranam is atma. So not only prana has to be where no seeing takes place, prana must be there which is happiness, prana must be there is immortal, prana must be atma also. So how do you say, how can you explain the word atma in case of prana? So prakranam virodham shankade mukhyam. Bhumni, prakana viru, prana bhumni, prakana viru, prana explained as bhuma. Then, how do you explain that mahaprakaranam? So, katham, then we ask this question. Katham punaha pranam bhumanam manyamanasya Kathampuna, how again? Pranam bhuvanam anyamanasya. So one who believes that or who, who, who 
uh, expounds that prana is bhuma, who has concluded that prana is bhuma for that person, meaning for you, Pura Pakshi. Tardishokamatmanit, but he said that the knower of the self crosses the grief. So Atma is the main pattern. All of this must be the unfoldment of Atma ultimately. It is Atma Vividishaya. See, in fact, when Sage Narada said that, Soham Bhagavad Shuchami, Tanma Bhagavan Shukasiparam Tarayadu, I am grieving, the venerable serve me, venerable will cross this ocean of grief. Meaning that he has expressed the desire to know the self. Because Sage Narada said, from the venerable sages like you have heard that the knower of the self crosses grief. I'm grieving. May the revered sir enable me to cross the ocean of grief. How? By knowledge of self. So impart me knowledge of self. That's what it means. So the Atma Jignasa involved there. There is the desire to know the Atma. So, Atma Vividishaya Prakanasya Uttanam, the Prakana Uttanam, the commencement of the whole Prakranam, commence the whole text is what? Atma Vividishaya. Says Narada wants to know the Self. Having recognized that the Shokam or grief is on account of the ignorance of the Self. The only way that one can cross the ignorance is by knowledge. So therefore, sage Narada has clearly expressed his desire to know the Self. So the prakramuttanam, the commencement of the whole discussion is with a desire to know the Self. So then how to explain the Self is prana? So how do you explain self is non-dual? Explain self is happiness. Self is immortal. How do you explain self is atma? Okay, so says pranasyava atratmatvat natadvirodha asti. Here prana alone is atma, therefore there is no contradiction between the introduction and this, this, this text. Though the conclusion that prana is bhuma. So says Vashyakara, prana eva iha atma vivakshitaha iti bhruma. So Atma Padena Upakram Virodham Pariharve. Atma Pada is not, you know, not Parasmi Pada. This is Atma Pada by the word Atma. Upakram Virodham. That the commencement of the whole text is with the word Atma, you know. So Virodham, there is no contradiction there also. Pranayeva Atma Vyakshade Bruma. Purvakshi says, we Brumaha, we say that, Iha, in this text, Pranayeva Atma Vyakshitaha. So by Pranayeva, what is intended by the Shruti is Atma alone? Says, Sambhavati Mukhyarthe, Kiviti Atshabdena, Gaunatha Ghanadashankya. So why should Shruti use the word prana where they mean atma? Kasambhavati mukhya Atma means atma self. Kiviti atma shabdena gaunatha granam. Why do you interpret the word atma as prana in a secondary sense? When atma primary can mean atma, then why should we go for a secondary meaning that atma is prana here? says, no, sarvatmyat 
आत्मशब्द तत्र मुख्य आत्मत्वाचार्य when prana departs on the body you know we call this person father anymore or mother anymore when he alive then even if you talk back to him is an offense when the prana is left then you treat that body you know like what you put it in fire and then you do all kinds of stuff with that body that i saw when the prana departs then the body is treated as what as a, as, as, as a piece of wood it's like this way tiny you know it's so so disgusting to see that whole thing that's the practical thing you you to have you know the body must be like this you know the body wants to fall down so you must tie this way and that way and whatever you know and mouth opens you want to close it you know so this is the see of people who is serving that person up to the last moment with all the same people do this anyway so when the prana was there how that person was treated with all reverence once prana departs it's just a body and then it is treated the way it should be treated because now the body has been displayed as seated in a in a seated posture straight so you do whatever you have to do fitting tie the hands so that they remain like you know things like that now this i saw and they got right went out of the room then anyway but then this is what it is what it is meaning how long is acharya and acharya as long as prana is there no more you call him acharya otherwise you put can put him in a pit so says prano hapita prano mada prano bhrata prana swasa प्राण आचार्य प्राण ब्राह्मण वट इज मेन देर इज दैट दिस पर्सन कैन गो ब्राह्मण एंड माता एंड पिता एंड स्वसा एंड वाट एवर भ्राता आचार्य एज लॉन्ग एज प्राण इज दैट बट स्टेटमेंट से प्राण अलोन इज ऑल दिस प्राण इज आत्मा ऑफ ऑल दिस प्राण इज सर्वात्मा सर्वात्म्यात्मकुनाष्ठात्मत्मस्ट्रैटमूनिवर्स What is the whole universe? Whole universe is a projection. Is a creation and projection, projection upon Atma. So, what is one characteristic of Atma? Atma is Sarva Atma, the self of all. Prana satisfies that that qualification because Prana, Pita, Mata, Bhrata, Swasa, Acharya, Brahmana. Secondly, Atma is the substrate of the whole universe. and 
substratum is which is where all the kalpana, all projections are done. Meaning that Atma is the substratum of the entire kalpana of the whole universe. And prana also is described in the same way. Prana says, sarva kalpana adhishthanatvacha. So not only prana is the Atma of all, prana adhishthanam, substratum, all the kalpana, all the projections. Therefore, Therefore, also, prana is mukhyatma. So, yatha. Yatha vai aranahu samarpitaha evam asmin prane sarvam samarpitam itiche sarvatmatva aranabhinidarshanabhyanche sambhavati vipulyatmika bhumarupata pranasya In fact, he used two statements. That is why there is a dual there. The thing is, so first is pranameva sarvatmanam karodi. The Upanishad describes prana as the Atma of all, Sarvatma, and Yathavi Araha Naro Samarpidaha, how the spokes are all fixed into the hub, into the name. Evam Asmin Prane Sarvam Samarpidam. Similarly, also, the entire universe of names and forms is fixed into prana, is projected upon prana. So, prana is a very hub or the name of the entire universe. Now fixing is in a different way. Of course the spokes are fixed. Similarly world is fixed in prana, in a primary sense. When we say everything is superimposed upon atma, it's like snake upon the rope, so it's a different thing. But anyway, the example says that just as all these spokes are fixed into the name, so also asmin prana, Sarvam samarpitam, all of this is samarpitam, fixed into this prana. Idi prana meva, so idi cha sarvatmatva. This, that prana is sarvabhav, pranaho pita, pranaho mata, sarvatmatva. Aranavin darsana, and that aranavo samarpita, the example of these spokes fixed into the name. So darsana with these two, two things are stated. So sambhavati vaipulyatmika bhumarupata pranasya. So bhuma means what? Abundance. So vaipulya means abundance. So therefore, because the whole universe is fixed in the prana, therefore prana sustains the whole universe, so it is abundant. Is self of all, therefore all pervasive. And, the, and then the uh, ashraya the support of the entire therefore also all pervasive. So bhuma means abundant, that abundance also applies to prana. Sin nine Tathabi Paramatma Eva Sarvakaratvat Mukya Bhuma Pranasunyasankya. Even though Sudhi says this too, still, Paramatmaya Sarvakaranatma Mukhya Bhuma, we say that because Paramatma is the cause of all that, but Paramatma alone is the Bhuma in primary sense, not Prana. Because Prana is not the cause of everything in the primary sense. She so said, no, Sarvatmatva Arnavi Nidarsana Bhyam. Vipulyatmika bhumata pranasya. That prana also is abundant like bhuma is. <coughs> Going to Ratnava, same thing, sarvam samarpitam. It is sarvadhisthanam, dhisthanam, pranam svikarodhi. So pranam eva sarvatmanam karodhi. Secondly, sarvadhisthanam svikarodhi. Shruti may cause prana sarvatma, 
and so they say that prana sarvadhisthanam adhisthanam the support of everything suti janma atmatvam pranayapi mukhya vibhava therefore the atmatvam the same self state of being atma also primarily applies to prana therefore prasadne bhumatve tadupasti param bhumakya upasamharade the Puru Pakshita's other arguments has established that prana alone is bhuma, therefore this whole passage, the whole section of the seventh chapter is meant for prana upasana, for meditation on prana. That is, so Siddhanti says, it is for knowledge of Brahman. He says, this is for meditation on prana, upasana upon prana. So conclusion, tasmat Prano bhuva ityevam praptam. Therefore, prano bhuva. Prana is bhuva ityevam praptam. So, this is the final conclusion of the Purupakshi. This is the Sutra comes. We'll see tomorrow. Om Purnamada. Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadakya Purnamivavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutrabhashya Krutavande Bhagavantao punah punah Ishvaro gururatmedi Murti veda vibhagine Yoma vadvyapta dehaya Dakshina murtaye namaha Om shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Pyo Namah Hari Om